Do you have any Asians on the committee? No Asians. Do you have any gays on the committee? No gays. Do you have any African Americans or Latinos on the committee? No Latinos. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Oak House Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Bridgerton. I was in my Eddie Murphy feel, so if you do not know what I was referencing, go back into your timeline in your VHSs and find that, and you will get the joke. (laughs) But we are here for the fifth episode of Bridgerton, The Duke and I. Written by Joy C. Mitchell. Directed once again by Cherie Folkson. I gave this episode a 7 out of 10. It was not one of my favorites. I found myself very distracted. And it's because, and it's not their fault. It's my fault. I'm not that invested in Daphne and Simon. Thus, this was a very heavy episode focused on them. And I wasn't as intrigued about the other things going on, especially Marina's storyline, because I have a feeling that's going to go very canon in a way that's going to make me sad. And the show has been renewed for a season two. That is really happy news. I am thrilled that Shondaland is finally making an impact on Netflix. So then we can possibly get a still star. You can bring that shit back from the grave. You have an original fandom right here. And look, I know it's been a while, but I would get back into that. What I'm saying is this opens the door, African-American women, for us to be involved in these period pieces so we can start integrating our own stories in there. Season two, they did say was going to focus on uh, Anthony. And y'all know that is not my favorite character. So they better give him a sus with a whole bunch of sass. Otherwise, I'm not going to be as intrigued. (laughs) And it also feels as if there are certain arcs in this season that are kind of speeding up or sped up in the book a little bit. I don't know. I forgot that Julia Quinn has a lot of these novels, so she can just, I forgot that that family's like, shit. They can just have Daphne and them be in the background old as fuck with their kids. (laughs) But this is also, I think, Part of the reason that I don't love Julian Quinn's novels, I don't dislike them. She was more like the starting point of novels I would get into until I got into some others like Eloise James and a few more. Um, oh my God, I know there's one I really like and I'm missing her name, but shit, damn it. But a lot of other of her contemporaries that kind of put a little bit more intrigue you know people might get shot there's like a plot line going on in the book with the actual love story and those were the ones that I enjoyed so much more while these were rather cookie cutter and it feels this way going into the second act of the Daphne like the first part was intriguing because they're getting to know each other it's the courtship but now it's kind of hit boring territory for me and I'm just playing Candy Crush But I still like the world and I still support everything about this show. Sometimes representation matters in a way that it affects other people and not particularly yourself. So let's get into the plot lines. I'm not going to go scene by scene. I'm mostly just going to give the gist of each person's storyline that I wrote down any notes for. Due to the impending scandal, the Duke, Simon, and the family, they petitioned the Archbishop of Canterbury for a special license to expedite the marriage. This is something people do when you're either knocked up or there's an impending scandal and you need to marry quickly so that, you know, your bastard child is now legitimate or you are not ruined. But... Uh, Queen Caroline is being petty. You're mad, I'm back. Big mad, he's mad, she's mad, big fat. <laughs> and you know, she has a little bit of fairness in that. You you was uh, dating my nephew. 
I thought y'all two was about to get married. Y'all were at the cusp of about to announce a proposal or engagement. Y'all two liked each other and this was going to be my crowning achievement of the season so that I can knock that bitch lady whistle down, down a peg or two, seeing as I am the queen, thus the ultimate matriarch. However, you played me with this whole I'm in love with Simon shit and I was supporting it at first, but then um after her nephew comes and visits her and they make nice and talk about stuff that i completely fell asleep on (laughs) this is when i started playing candy crush they get an audience with the queen herself and simon makes this impassioned monologue and she's like oh you know love is greater because it's clear they have uh very hard eyes for each other despite the fact that simon is trying to avoid daphne at every chance that he can but it's clear the two are in love and because she is mourning her very uh, beloved demented uh king george she decides to go ahead and grant the petition to marry they marry in a very not not void of whole bunch of ceremony in a church with just their family and then they have a wedding reception afterwards where everyone uh makes their peace you got lady danbury coming in dropping some knowledge he wants to simon that is leave for his estate cliveden but when they go and stop at an inn for the night she finally confronts him about the fact that he is avoiding her and then they realize they are in love madly so and that's pretty much what happens with them this episode <laughs> moving on to what what else did, oh wait she daphne did get in a cat fight with that bitch Crisetta at the fittings it was verbal so i was kind of sad Colin, Penelope, and Marina. This is the story that interests me as well because I really like Penelope, I really like Marina, and I kind of really like Colin. So I'm mad that all the people I like are also in a terrible triangle with each other because Marina is being set up to marry Lord Rutledge by Lady Featherton. She not only needs the money, for the family she's the only one that's gonna be able to make this match and she's pregnant so it needs to happen asap but she also marina doesn't want to settle for lord rutledge when she can't have colin who is nice and kind except penelope loves colin and is jealous of the fact that colin has genuine feelings for marina marina it's not that she doesn't have um any kindness for him but it's not a love match right and so uh colin proposes marriage at daphne's wedding reception to the delight of marina because it's better than lord rutledge but in the process it's hurting her friend uh who may not be able to i mean she might do something stupid and reckless that she might regret because of the jealousy and i just i feel sad for everyone involved because colin really does have feelings (laughs) for marina and it's not his fault he likes penelope like a friend and i'm sure some people are more invested in this love like i'm i'm clearly the they're showing this is two people that are going to end up together at some point colin and penelope even if it's like a lot of people thought it was going to be next season so they were surprised that anthony was the one announced to be the the next one up to find love but i don't know because i know that i'm not as it's more like why y'all gotta put marina through this shit (laughs) and then she's already still mourning the fact that she was in love with someone else that she thinks ditched her and left her child and i have a feeling that's not the case and just really really sad all along because colin's gonna get his heart broken because once he finds out that she's carrying another i mean that's a deception you're gonna be passing that baby off as someone else and the fact that they have to have a long engagement because his sister just got buried as well 
um you know it's not gonna be good for her baby bump and she's already apparently quote-unquote showing i don't know where they're gonna go with this but i have a feeling it's not gonna be a happy one for marina and that kind of is disappointing even though i'm not i like where the character arc is going at least it has something with you know any depth to it then we have lord henry granville his name sounds so familiar i feel like she's he is in another julia quinn novel book series whatever invites benedict to a party to pursue his career i was kind of snoozed on this one benedict has not like he's pretty much just there (laughs) i don't have any feelings on him one way or the other and then eloise she gets the attention of the queen they both are going to conspire to unveil who lady whistledown is and that's another story arc that just isn't as intriguing as i kind of want it to be and maybe if there was something insidious going on what i'm saying is this is a very disney-esque is the word i'm looking for and there's nothing wrong with that but y'all know how i feel about marvel <laughs> at least Mimi and Chai know how I feel about Marvel I only usually watch those movies once and that's about it so I, I have a particular taste it's not to say everything I'm not seeing has some class in it and that's why I continue to like the show and support and want to podcast on it because it does have the flair and elegance and they capturing the time rather well in the fanciful way of the novels or the books that julia quinn did and that is ultimately what this series is about so i enjoy that i just wish i was following a woman of color in which they were falling in love and i can kind of have that experience on the flip side of what daphne and simon are are falling in love with i'm kind of jealous but I'm going to step aside and allow for those vicariously one of licking up Simon's um, chest wall. You know what? I will say, God damn it, Mimi. <laughs> now, every time I see him, I see that damn interview and I am so put off. I'm put off. Even him jumping off the fucking horse. I'm like, you ruined it for me. Also, is anyone else really bothered by the, the, the dress? The, the the one lady the one with the the french accent i don't know what it is about her but i just i don't know i just want her to go away and stop speaking i wanted her to actually not have a french accent and i would have been happy about that like if she was putting it on because it's so awful but i feel like that's her real accent well that's all i gotta say let's jump into the feedback Hey Christina, it's me Shy. I am here to give my thoughts and feelings on Bridgerton episode 5. This was a good episode. I enjoyed it. Um, it lagged in some spots, but overall I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I didn't write down any notes, which is becoming my Achilles heel because even though I know I shouldn't depend on my memory and you know to when I think about these episodes because I every time um just like Mimi said I think in her expanse feedback that you know when I listen to the podcast and y'all bring up something and I go yeah I would have liked to expand on that but you only get 10 minutes and so it's kind of hard to touch on everything and that you know that goes on throughout the episode unless you can speed talk and even then that doesn't work anyway um but yeah like yeah this one was just again it was nice we finally got the them together we got the wedding we got the the wedding night so all those beautiful romantic sexy things that happens when 
Um, yeah, when you go through all that, very short engagement. Um, wasn't quite sure. Uh, then again, I you know I gotta think you know it doesn't matter. Just the there's just the hint of a scandal can ruin someone. But my but my thing is you know I mean if you're engaged to the Duke, um, regardless of what and they're yeah I guess because was her name Cressida Cressida the the jealous blonde in the show like they're afraid that she's gonna say something uh anyway but anyway so you know she was extra about that then we got uh, marina still trying to get colin to marry her uh to keep from having to marry some old decrepit guy which of course penelope continues to be jealous i'm like why does it i mean he, he, y'all been y'all established this relationship to where you know y'all are able to talk to each other you, you know you're helping her out with you know you're supporting her helping her with you know getting a letter and stuff like that so i'm like i don't understand why penelope just can't tell <clears throat> marina that she has a crush on colin that she likes colin that she's in love with colin whatever her feelings are for Colin, I don't know why she just don't tell the girl, and um, you know, and go from there. Instead, she just moping and doing little um, things on the things on the side to try to derail their any potential relationship. Which, again, I just think that she would have been better served than just talking to her about it and then if you know she disregards her feelings then you know where you stand but yeah I mean Marina had a good point it's like oh yeah Colin's a you know Penelope talking about Colin's a good guy she doesn't want I'm like so you want me to be Marina's like so you want me to be with a not good guy like any guy's gonna be a good guy a good guy so or any guy that you should want me to be with a good guy so i'm like yeah so that and her trying to rationalize it to marina it didn't make any sense and so like i said it just made more sense to just come out with it and move on with your life anyways um yeah the whole you know drama with simon and daphne was you know, it's a bit, uh, <laughs> it's a bit over the top, a little bit extra in my opinion, but you know, it is drama and, you know, we gotta draw it out and we gotta go in front of the queen and plead our case and all that good stuff. And we gotta pretend like or misunderstand where the other one is going coming from he thinks that she doesn't want this and she thinks that he doesn't want this and no one's talking and my thing is i don't understand why simon anyway maybe uh, so yeah that was yeah we had to go through that whole thing um then we have we finally meet the king and we see that he has alzheimer's that's what it's looking like so he suffered from alzheimer's i did not know that so that explains a lot more of why she is the way she is and why she's so hyper focused on everyone else's business and what's going on because her life is pretty sad right now she's watching her husband deteriorate slowly and mentally and yeah so I thought he was away just like you know way at the war on the front line somewhere I didn't know that they were just keeping him in hiding because of his deteriorating um mental state so and I didn't see did we ever meet her her son because they were he was asking about the son well both the kids one who died but i didn't even see the 
son. I forget what they said his name was. So I didn't know. Maybe he's out in the war. Maybe they mentioned it already. Now I'm just forgetting. Um, but yeah, uh, not much to the episode. I thought it was um, cute. I thought the wedding was cute. The you know the chemistry was there between the two. And um, yeah, wedding night was sexy. Got to see some booty, some bodies, and all that good stuff. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, don't really have much to add to this. Um, so, I'll leave it at that. Until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic. Queen of the Couch. Shy. That was Queen Shy with her thoughts on the episode. You sound so put out every time you hear you be talking about Simon and Daphne. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna drop it out there. You're just like, um, it's okay. <laughs> and it almost seems like you're regretting saying it every time. Like, I wanna be, I don't wanna see like I'm just saying, like, you know, why are we seeing this? But I get what you're saying because I know what you be saying offline. So I feel it in your voice. But I addressed it in, I think, my feedback as well. Um, my whole idea of the storyline. It's for whoever it's for, right? Sometimes it's the same way I think I'm starting to find that emotional intelligence around uh, other characters that are more popular in other series than, than the character I usually root for. And I know it, it is that angle of everything in a show doesn't have to be for you. And I know that can eschew your viewing experience. And that's as it, as it is, as it should be. And you don't have to like something because everyone else likes it or be as impassioned about it as everyone else is. I didn't even bring up the whole wedding night because I was like, yeah, eh. <laughs> there's nothing exciting there for me it's just not all i'm now seeing is them chicken bones and now after i just saw amos with his shirt off like you come back to to lord simon uh and i'm like yeah he's not my type he's someone else's type it's the same thing where a lot of people like barry allen as a sexy ass man i don't have those same feelings I don't know if I've ever actually really talked about it a whole bunch with you guys. Because I'm pretty sure both of y'all, uh, you all three y'all, and every other Flash fan is like, what you talking about? Greg Gustin is so sexy. I love him with Iris. But independently, I don't have these strong feelings about his sex appeal. I just, I never did. Uh, so, it, to each they own, right? I feel as if this is a romantic tale to live in that fantasy vibe for those particular people and they live in a best life and i'm not gonna i'm not going to say i hate it but i don't invest in it in the same particular way and it's not even a racial thing for me it's a it's a complete it's just bland <laughs> it's it's rather bland for me and as you were pointing out the the over dramatic uh drama dramatization is that the word i'm looking for yeah it's there and either you're down with it or you're not down with it there are days i'll be down with it there are days i'm not down with it um like i said for the most part i was playing candy crush through most of this <laughs> I was playing Candy Crush through most of this episode and Words with Friends. But I do like fantasizing during the show. And I do, for the most part, despite it all, like the characters. I think if the characters were so unlikable, I would be done with it. But because the characters do have and the world building and just learning different aspects of this time period, it's all, um, you know, it's all good. It's good fantasy. And then about King George, yeah, that was a whole thing. That's a real king, and he was, it was dementia, but it was madness. He fell off a horse, I believe. Like, he used to be normal, and then he kind of had this accident, and they made him temperamental, where you go in these really dark moods. They used to have him chained to a chair, the king. They used to hide him away, chain him to a chair, and 
he would piss on himself he didn't have to like oh they they he was done dirty <laughs> they treated him well they didn't know of course and you can't show the the public that your king is mad but he's called the mad king for a reason um he would go in fits moods but there's a lot of uh, they're still debating scientifically what exactly was wrong with him but yeah no that would not have been an easy life and i i really appreciate what they're doing with queen caroline the most because a they made her a black character um and she's a queen like stan there was an article recently that came out though that said this show is not as diverse as it pretends to be and i can see from a certain perspective where and i respect where they're coming from but i also double back speaking back out of the side of my mouth it is it depends on what they do season two season three season four if you are not smart enough to see that you need to compromise then you you're you're we're going to continue to have the same struggles you cannot be monique <laughs> monique is not wrong but monique is still where she at where is she at so there is a certain game to be played and you got to play it and shonda plays it and yes the show could be more diverse in certain aspects but it's it's certainly more diverse than if someone who was not shonda rhymes would be helming it so what do you want integration and in small intervals or do you think we i mean or you can go go fucking oprah oprah can produce whatever the fuck she wants on our network and that's the entertainment we got is the haves and haves not or tyler perry so i feel in my mind in my opinion is we have networks in which we can make our own shit like this and we don't because we're not interested so then the minute that it does come out you then really can't just jump in about how it's not as diverse with the black characters because like um well it's not as if we we didn't put this shit on bt or oprah or tyler perry we could do it we can if that's what you really want us to uh, if you want us to stake over and you want this to be all about us go make it go make it not take what someone else is trying to do and shit on it because it is diverse and successful but not at the helm of a black female it's a black male for the idolization of white females i see what you're saying but it also comes with a lot of caveats and with that that's all i have to say about oh oh and the one part where you was like oh you just give us 10 minutes only only 10 minutes motherfucker what you mean only 10 minutes 10 minutes is a lot of damn minutes okay and it's not like any of y'all asses ever actually follow the 10 minutes so don't even give me that don't you give me that bullshit don't put that on me i see you i see what you tried to do i hope your week is doing better i see you um catching up with the feedback i'm proud of you let's move on to queen mimi what up christina it's mimi uh sending in uh feedback for bridgerton um season one episode five um i like this episode um i guess i'm gonna probably just go character by character it's the easiest way for me to remember because i didn't write a lick of notes um, I try not to write notes except except when we're talking about The Expanse because I got to pay up and probably Westworld because I got to pay attention. Those are the shows I can't blink too long or I'll be lost. Um, but for this show, um, first I want to start with, I still can't remember all these fools names, but I'm going to just describe them as best I can. So first I want to start with a storyline with Morena because it seems like she is hell-bent on getting the Bridgington brother and it actually makes sense because he's younger um fairly attractive and he comes from a very wealthy family so it makes sense that she would want to uh, marry him that's a really good match and he seems to be enthralled with her and then it's making Penelope salty I mean granted I don't think it should change anything if she's like I have a crush on him well I mean like you said you've known him your whole life and you should have sh shoot your shot a long time ago um you did not so now I'm about to shoot mine I will say like the way she was like you know what if you know he think like what if you know I don't wait until our wedding day and the mom was like the feather featherington mom was like 
gonna seduce him <laughs> I I don't know why but I didn't expect Penelope to even flinch from that because it it doesn't seem like she still grasps the concept of sex I know Miranda tried to explain to her I don't feel I feel like I'm saying her name wrong Morena. I don't think that's it the, the black girl the pregnant one um she explained to her that you know you know she was in love and that's how she had a baby but that's fucking not true you don't have to be in love to get pregnant <laughs> so I don't know why but that scene kind of like it just didn't I don't feel like it should have had an impact on her I don't know whatever I guess I can look past it she did look shook when she walked away like oh he's gonna think that that's baby's his because she seduced him like I feel like she shouldn't even know what seduction is but nevertheless the fact that Lady Featherington was like all about that plan she was like okay do what you got to do I was like I think after everything that she's done so far that this heifer is about to be my favorite because <laughs> she gets shit done and I don't know why I'm I'm for it <laughs> I feel like that that thing she pulled with the letter wasn't as malicious as I thought like she had good intentions behind it and she could easily be like an evil evil stepmom because her daughters aren't pulling anybody and now she found out she's broke she could easily be taking that out on her but she's not so I don't know why it made me like her more um I do why do I feel like his name's Colin Colin I want to say that's the Bridgington brother's name let me just stop pretending like I know names. I only know the main people or the people that I like. So um, he didn't fall for it and he asked her to marry him. That was that was sweet. But he wants to wait till the end of the season. So I'm assuming that means like, you know, three months, like whenever it has to be spring now, I'm assuming. So by summer. And it sounds like she said in six months, you're going to have a baby if we're lucky seven. So that means she's like eight weeks along. So she's not showing. I mean, I don't know how far along in the wedding season they're actually in, but maybe it'll work. And if they're engaged, I'm not saying that maybe he'll be more likely to want to, you know, corrupt her flower, <laughs> if you get what I'm saying. But I feel like. I don't even know if she'll try now because she looked pretty deflated when he <laughs> turned her down. She was like, wait, what? <laughs> I guess in her mind, she never anticipated a, a, a guy to not go with it. And I, I felt that like it is kind of peculiar that he would turn her down, which is probably why she acted that way. Because, man, that you really are a good guy. So she was kind of flabbergasted. So was I. The other one I want to talk about, because I'm going to get to Simon and Daphne, but we're going to save them for last because, Lord, I won't talk about that yet. So the other one I want to talk about is Eloise, like her thinking um, Lady Danbury is Lady Whistledown. I told you that was my theory last episode, but now I'm starting to think I'm wrong because I feel like they don't want us to see or they don't want us to have any like inkling as to who it is like it's supposed to be a big um what's the word I'm looking for reveal I don't know I still think it makes sense for it to be her I don't I guess I didn't realize she was a widower I assume she was a spinster and she just had money so she didn't need to marry anybody but they didn't tell us much about her so I, I don't know I guess maybe if we're lucky we'll find out something about her next the next couple of episodes I know we're on episode five and there's eight I believe so there's only three left but I am hoping that we get some backstory on her I know she was um Simon's mom's best friend but that's all we really know about her um but I guess maybe she is a, a widower um the other thing I want to talk about is the queen because she I don't know I guess I kind of knew that her husband wasn't right because she said it but to actually see it it was sad like you could tell she really does love him and he is 
not with it and I know from personal experience um, people with dementia tend to get aggressive and agitated and violent really easy especially when it comes to memories like most of the time if I can if I can avoid it I don't tell them the truth I've had patients who talked about having six hearing aids if you got six hearing aids I'm gonna pretend to move them and put them in your drawer I am not gonna fight with you who has six hearing aids nobody you only got two ears but you know whatever or if they say that they're pregnant and even though you 92 you pregnant let's let let me make sure to you know maybe lay on your side it'll be more comfortable you want some tea you you got any indigestion you know there's no reason sometimes for you to have to correct them because like I said it gets them violent and I'm gonna tell you and I mean this dead ass okay I am not even exaggerating old ass people skinny skin and bones like skin like a hundred pounds can punch the shit out of you can kick the shit out of you you can literally get your ass beat by a a 90 year old woman who weighs 103 pounds like I don't know what it is about that dementia adrenaline and that strength but they will fuck you up so like I said to me there ain't no reason for me to even bring this up I am not about to fight with you (laughs) it's not necessary so I felt like when she tried to correct him I don't know clearly she didn't know no better but she should have just let him think you know oh she's playing or whatever I wouldn't have corrected him reminded him that she's dead what good is that gonna do the fact that he don't remember that's probably for the best I don't know why she felt the need to correct him and then the way he blamed her for the death of his daughter I I don't know anything about that um I, I know you said about their son being fat <laughs> I don't know what George he was or what or Henry George I don't know what the hell the prince or the yeah the King George I think it was King George he said he was plumper by the day that's clearly the fat one you're talking about (laughs) I don't know anything about kings and I probably don't care to that's some history I don't know because I I know the kings and queens they portray in fairy tales are far from the ones in real life so I, I try not to care about them in real life you the more you find out the more you really despise royalty (laughs) so I try not to even think about it Um, okay so now that I got that out of the way um, I want to talk about Simon and Daphne because Lord have mercy first I want to talk about um, like the way he (laughs) showed up drunk to their promenade like I would have been mad I know Lady Danbury dragged him real quick (laughs) like did you bring the bar with you he clearly did he's been drinking this whole time but to find out later why he's been drunk um was pretty surprising because i just assumed he hated the fact that daphne trapped him you know how how dare you do this to me i told you i don't want to marry you i told you i couldn't have kids so what the hell is the point um but then when he was talking to the queen trying to appeal to her explain you know that we're in love and i want to marry her now when he was talking and, and saying everything that he told her, I knew f- immediately that he was being sincere. Um, I still didn't think that he, you know, burned for her the way he described it, but I knew he had feelings for her and I just never thought he would admit it. So for him to like, when he told her, told the queen how he felt, you know, about being friends and all of that stuff, and then the wedding happened. It all happened really fast. Like, I know, like, they were trying to plan a wedding in three days, but, you know, they went from arguing their case to the queen to, okay, now they're at the wedding. And then they were on their way. I'm assuming they're going to the Hastings uh, property, you know, where he lives. I don't know. It just, I just feel like I didn't think that his place in... The Bridgington house was that far away but he said that you know they had to go to an end because they weren't gonna make it and it's dangerous at night side note that inn, like them rooms oh they were phenomenal I was like I hope I find one place that looked like that nowadays because that shit looked it had a fireplace like a big-ass bed they had like wool sheets or wool blanket it looked warm as hell I was like that place looks amazing 
So, I mean, I knew for a fact, just because I know you said it, and I knew too that, you know, they were going to have Daphne and Simon have, you know, make love for the first time. Um, and I didn't know if it was going to be a wedding day or just a slip, you know, a slip up. But I knew they were going to make it all beautiful, even though they tried to real make it a little bit realistic with it. This will hurt for a moment. I'm like, excuse me? For a moment? I swear, and this might just be me, the first time I did it, it hurt. And it didn't hurt a lot going in, but like the more it did it, it hurt the whole time. It wasn't until I would say maybe the third time that it actually felt like it might be good. But I mean, granted, I was 19 and I shouldn't have picked the guy that I did. Unlike everyone else, a normal person, I felt like let me just tell you really quickly a boyfriend before the guy lost my virginity for basically told me that you know I was older than him only by like maybe like a year and a half not even that but I had graduated from high school and he was still in high school and he um said that you know he didn't want to take my virginity because at this you know at that moment right now he wasn't in love with me and he didn't you know I'm older than him and he didn't know if it would ever be that and he didn't want to take that for me so in my mind like I'm like well I need to get rid of this fucking virginity because this shit is a burden and I know as an adult now looking back that was a really stupid fucking thing to think but I had a 19 year old brain and even though no I wasn't 19 I was 18 my birthday hadn't come up yet sorry my bad I was only 18 but he was still in high school he was a senior um and it was the summer it was the summer he was going to his senior year so it was the summer that I met him so anyway um my 18 year old brain and even though I was out of high school I was still in high school because <laughs> it was the summer after I graduated anyway so I was like let me just get rid of this shit um so to me Maybe if I'd have picked a person who I had actual feelings for, maybe it would have been different. I'll never know, but that was my experience. And I ended up only having sex with that guy like twice. So the third time I had it, I was actually in a relationship with another guy that I actually had feelings for. So that might, like I said, that might have had something to do with it, but who knows? Anyway, back to what I was saying about them. That that scene, I'm not gonna lie, it was very, it was very romantic and everything. But let me tell you, that ending, when he pulled out and turned to the side, I was like, this nigga, I swear, like, she, in her mind, to Daphne, thinks that he can't have kids because something's wrong with his body. I don't know, like, maybe he, he, maybe back then, if you got kicked in the balls, people, like, by a horse or something, people just assume you could never have kids. I don't know what kind of ailment you have to have to not be able to have kids, but whatever, that's it. Um... But when you were saying, no, he just doesn't want to have kids, Christina, I was like, well, is that really it? I felt like there was no way for us to really know. Maybe like something happened and they're trying to pretend like um, it's his, you know, him saying that. But it's really impossible for him to have kids. But when he pulled out and turned to the side, I was livid. And let me tell you why. Because in my mind, he knows like everything about sex that Daphne knows. Like her mom tried to tell her and I was very impressed that she at least tried. She didn't tell her much. She barely told her anything. She didn't tell her the mechanics of it. And bitch, you got six kids. You could have done a better job than that. Um, But in Daphne's mind, everything she knows like sexual wise, she literally got from her mom or he told her. So she has no idea. She doesn't know that the sperm to make the kids is what he just put on the bed she probably had no idea she probably think that's what you're supposed to do after sex you just turn to the side real quick she don't know what pull out means so he is literally playing her and i swear after i saw that i was livid like i should who i want to punch him in his fucking balls like how dare you play her like that and then i was thinking you know what i hope she get really good at riding your ass and you forget to pull out and bam, she pregnant because that's Joe Raggedy ass kid. He know he trifling for that. Real trifling. Real trifling. I was like, Lord, Lord. <laughs> I know he just didn't do that. But he did. So we know now 
he can have kids he just doesn't want to have kids and i hope you really get trapped this time lord hastings oh i'm sorry duke hastings no it is lord they call him lord your grace fucking asshole but daphne's a duchess now and clearly she i feel like she's gonna enjoy sex because she looked like she was like you know how she looked when she was touching herself and the face she made afterwards way better so she clearly she clearly is about to be getting it on all of the time i don't think he can pull out every time no man can that's just facts so i'm sure she's gonna end up pregnant and good that's what his stank ass get um i am enjoying this show i know it was renewed for season two um so that's great um it's funny how netflix can renew some shows fast as hell and some shows can go like nine ten months and you just have no idea (sighs) even though the other shows were trending as well so I, i have no idea how netflix decide who what show gets renewed and what doesn't curious anyway um i will end it here so until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was queen (laughs) i almost said shy mimi with her thoughts on the episode because she had me dying talking about all of the things with simon girl i told you he got a pullout game And he really think that she and she don't know, but she gonna find out, and that's what that's gonna that's gonna get him. Yeah, this whole thing about the sex and being suffer so innocent and you don't know anything about it. I'm trying to relate, <laughs> but every time I do see it, big facts. I'm just like, oh, this is fucking sad. A sad time in history. And if you are a man and loves a woman, you should done better. <laughs> like you said, she don't know that why he can't have kids he ain't putting no baby in your belly that's why (laughs) it's fucked up but um we gonna see how fucked up she gonna um get him to reconsider that when she be like i'm pregnant (laughs) remember last week when we was drunk Mm -hmm. pull out that motherfucker anyhow um yes them thinking lady danbury i'm just i'm staying quite quiet about the lady whistle down because i have a feeling i know who it is already and i don't want to spoil it so i'm not saying anything i'm being coy uh what else something back to what shy was saying why doesn't back to penelope why doesn't she just say anything yeah i mean and that's kind of where i'm at with penelope like, why don't you just say something and then let it be? But also, Marina is in a different situation. You're talking about your two-year-old feelings that you ain't never, your unrequited love, if you don't even know, be returned to you. I'm in a situation in which I could be fucking ruined for life and my child can have nothing. So, yeah, if I can get this person that is a decent person... And yes, I am all the way with fucking leather Lady Featherton. Way more than I am with Daphne's mama. Like she is one of those, like, I gotta, I gotta do a little hustle in my game. <laughs> like she would be considered the 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 trash side of you know the hierarchy. Cause you have the the Bridgertons that are rest- ridiculously wealthy and well off and well put together and then she's kind of the more um grasping is what they would classify you know she doesn't have really great taste she has the whole family outfitting and that horrible style that she has she's doing her best but it's not like she doesn't have that natural grace and wealth that the bridgentons have so she has to work with what she works with and hell yeah it's more like she could have easily tossed marina that's what i call her too on the out out the door you own the trash you curb she could have did that because that's what a whole bunch of other people would have (laughs) done in her case in her situation and she trying to help her get it done so that it can help all of them like we in this together but yeah i fucks with her i fucks with her a lot because she gotta do what she gotta do and she willing to do what she gotta do (laughs) 
And I don't feel bad for men at no point in this time. Fuck y'all. We all gotta do shit just to get you to marry. Oh, and then just to get you to marry us so that you can abuse us once you we married. Oh, I hate this point in time in history. I really do. But I feel it. But I'm saying, I'm, mm, yeah. And I hope you're gonna do something stupid. I just have that feeling that she's gonna do something stupid and vindictive. And it's not gonna help them whatsoever. <laughs> But yeah, I think Marina was like, damn, you don't want to like every other man would have just taken. And he's like, no, I actually genuinely have feelings for you. And because she knows what love feels like, she knows that him being in love with her and her not being in love with him is rather problematic. Like that's more, that's crueler than if I was just using you the way you really want to use me as an object. So I, I, um, I'm with the shit. Uh, I don't know how it's going to end out, though. I don't. Uh, well, I do, but I don't. I don't know how they're going to get there, but I have a feeling they're going to get to the the natural conclusion that the book goes, which is even worse, I feel. Because I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Just no. I don't want that. I don't want that at all. But I think I will leave you to your own Daphne and Simon feedback I think I touched on that as much as I wanted but yeah um you've said all the things that need to be said so if you want to join in the conversation you can join us at blackocouch at gmail.com you can find this podcast Black Couch Reviews on Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify wherever else good podcasts can be found my social media will be below remember to like share subscribe and if you have time run over to iTunes rate the podcast leave a review Until next time, peace, hair grease, like a magic.